One of the great things about family leaders, the membership level group at the Boomix Academy is that people come and they ask questions and they are willing to share their stories on the podcast to help people. Join us today as we answer a question from a family leader about retirement accounts. How can we use them in the estate plan to also avoid unnecessary state tax? Welcome, Boomexers. Let's throw out the old playbook. It's time to tear down the traditional way of looking at your life and money. And leverage the laws of money to our advantage. That's right. There are laws of money. And those who learn and leverage the laws of money win. And sometimes win big. Stay tuned as asset protection attorney Daryl Tuttle, educator and leader of the Boomex Nation, shows us how. Beginners, investors, entrepreneurs, fellow attorneys, are you ready? Are you ready? Let's arm this ball. Now, here's the Boomex Show. The Laws of Money. So when I pass, what happens to my retirement account? Well, in your case, one of two things, just like any other asset, it can either do a spousal rollover or it can go into the spousal protection trust. Okay. and then Because the spousal protection trust, in your case, for the benefit of your spouse, has accumulation trust language. Now, in your case, you have a financial advisor, so that's good. We've reached a point now where there needs to be time spent with the custodian correctly modifying the beneficiary designations so that it's wired correctly. Now, what my experience has been clients do not like to pay the fees to the attorney to help with that. And so most of them just try it by themselves. Another problem is financial advisors. I just had a conversation on this topic, (laughs) something similar via email yesterday. And like the financial advisors have really no training, no experience, zero in tax law. They have no idea and they don't know anything about retirement plans really. And so when you say to them, we need to change the beneficiary designation, when we say you need to help the client change the beneficiary designation to this, I've had financial advisors literally say, I have never heard of this, Daryl. I'm, I'm just like, I'm not going to do it right now. I need to check because I've never heard of this. My response is, well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because your industry doesn't have any educational requirements. <laughs> All you have to do is take a test and you're a financial advisor. How about this? Why don't you just believe the attorney? Because the client does, but they get nervous about it. And so at that point, it needs to step in and you got to explain, look, the beneficiary designations of the retirement account needs to have this language in it. I've even encountered, Steve, in some cases in which the plan administrator would not allow any customized beneficiary designation because they were 100% dependent upon their cut and paste forms. You've seen them. Like it's a form and it says, who's the primary beneficiary? And it has two lines for the name. What we need is something that says, in your case, for example, a personal representative can make a Clayton election. 
And so if the personal representative makes a Clayton election for the retirement account to transfer into the spousal protection trust, make that happen. I think that's what you said yeah. is going to happen. Well, I, yeah. yeah. And it cannot happen. One thing I have learned is that when it's a 401k with the big fancy employer, it really can't happen. They won't allow it because the employer is just takes the position. We are not in the business of estate planning. You're going to work at Boeing and you're going to contribute and we're going to contribute. And that's it. Just tell us who your wife is and tell us who your kid is. kids are. And that's it. But that's why everybody has to do a rollover because at the rollover level, Schwab, Fidelity, Vanguard, whoever those guys are, they want your business. So that's when they allow customized beneficiary designations. Yeah. And I know that my retirement account trust says it's not funded until my death. Right. So do you have a, uh, have you ever worked up a roadmap for how to fund? You got one here, a beautiful one for how to fund a spouse protection trust. Do you have one for how to fund a retirement account trust? I don't yet. It's, it's in my brain, obviously. Okay. And, and the comment that I had made, I don't think you had joined yet, is these legal guides are not articles. They're heavyweight. And so they take, yeah. they, they take time. Susan had asked for this publication two or three months ago, at least maybe longer. Okay. And it, that's how long it took me to get it out. So yeah, this is great. So that you just did that June yesterday, uh, yesterday right? Yeah. You completed. Wow. Yeah. That, does it mention anything about retirement account trust in there? Kind of. It has this section. Can you see my screen? Yeah. See, here's the whole section on Tenancy in common, tenancy in entirety. Okay, now it does just have this little section right here. But don't worry, I'll, I'll get something out there. Uh, yeah. In your case, oh wait, see here's a big old section on retirement accounts. Okay. In fact, I even have, yeah, so this right here, oh man, this is amazing. This is exactly it. So I'm going to take it back. I do have, I do have a guide. Um, okay, so. This section answers your question right here. The section I have highlighted because what it's saying is now in this case whatever the trigger event is so if my spouse is over age 85 then it goes to the trust so the trigger event that we chose for this example this is an example if you're over 85 and or disabled and or currently receiving long-term care and by you i mean if the surviving spouse is over 85 disabled or receiving long-term care, then I even name or in a care community, such as an adult family home, assisted living facility or nursing home, that's pretty specific, right? Then to the son as trustee of the Tuttle family, the spousal protection trust, essentially. That's the language right there. Okay. And then I have an explanation of what I mean by contingent beneficiary. And I even have a section on how to fund the survivor's trust after the first spouse dies. Okay. Which yeah, so, so there you go. Yeah. And so this is good. I was just, I was under the impression that my retirement account went into, after I died, went right into a retirement account trust, but you're saying it doesn't, it goes, it'll go into the spouse protection trust and the retirement account trust has language when la faith dies. Right. They can take the money that's in the qualified retirement accounts in the spouse protection trust and create separate right. trusts. Okay. And that's the case for Susan too. Okay. 
So that's exactly so that, how we're having it yeah, set up. That, so that makes it a little bit easier. So they don't have two different. The, the silo is going to be the spouse protection trust at the first spouse death. Right. Yeah. And, and the retirement account trust is for the benefit of the children, so they can have the benefit of spreading out the conduit type. Right. Uh, create trust for themselves. I I need to do a better job of letting you know when I publish articles and stuff. I haven't, because there's going to be more and more of them. And what happened this week, because even when it's not a, an article or something, for example, I'm just finished finally every, automatically every third Saturday will be a webinar on asset protection. And you don't need to wait for the email. You can just go on and sign up. That's new. I also just posted a new 20 minute section from the last asset protection masterclass as kind of like an example. And I'm going to do more presentations on very specific things. For example, spousal lifetime access trust is on my list of things. Oh, I also have the schedule for monthly meeting, the topics that we're going to talk about in the monthly meeting. So I'll send you a link to that. And so every week you should get an update of all the stuff that I did that week. So you're not, because I did, I've done quite a bit this week. Okay. <clears throat> now, any questions? Any other questions? If you ever do a roadmap for the retirement account trust, so it would be probably something like for the survivors, right? It's like, you've got all this, all these accounts in the spouse protection trust and the last spouse dies and they would usually inherit everything other than the retirement accounts, correct? So the retirement account, the qualified retirement account, then they put the retirement account trust into action for themselves. But all the rest of the money, brokerage accounts, savings accounts, anything else other than qualified retirement accounts that's in the spouse protection trust would just be divided up into three ways, correct? And so do you make your, do you make your own videos? Because we're going through some of those classes, uh, the roadmap and, and the other class, the videos were pretty good. It's like almost like a Anthony Bourdain for retirement. Every single one of those videos I made my, by my little self. Really? That's, yep. that's, every single that's one. Incre- yeah. yeah, they're good. And, and professionals are just so lame. It's a little weird. The background's a little bit weird here in this space. I went out and bought a thousand dollar camera. So I, I look better than the webcam. I don't look that good <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> anything I could do to help me, I'm going to do. And I bought a microphone, right? But here's all these professionals using their iMac with the built-in mic and the built-in webcam. They look like crap. They sound like crap. You can't hear them, you know? <laughs> So when you say they look good, it's like the bar is is so high that (laughs) I'm trying to compete with Dave Ramsey. And I think he's kicking my butt so far because I only have 150 followers on YouTube and he has probably 5 million. But one thing I've got going for me that he does not, when I answer a legal question, it's correct. (laughs) And that concludes this episode of the Boomek Show Laws of Money podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Tuttle. As a reminder, you can go to boomxacademy.com. Membership is absolutely free. And best of all, you can enroll in the Boom X Show Companion Corps. 
That's all for now. Until next time, remember, yes, you can learn and leverage the laws of money to your advantage.